Welcome to the Pet Pals TV Podcast, a celebration of the bond between people and their pets, featuring legendary broadcaster Patty Spittler and your kitty correspondent KJ, and brought to you by Vote Carpet One and Flooring. It is the Pet Pals TV podcast. My name is KJ, your kitty correspondent. Joining me today, the lovely Patty Spittler. Who's been <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Say that again. The lovely? I like lovely. I like that. You are lovely. <laughs> really lovely. Yes. Sign yeah. out. Yes. And we have uh, a special guest. You just heard we're going to be introducing a new member of the Pet Pals TV family. Very excited to uh, welcome Nicole Gosser, who is your nerdy animal rescue realtor. <laughs> Did I get Bingo. that? You got Woo! it. You did. Gold star for KJ. Woohoo! <laughs> I love it. So Nicole is similar to me in that she's a nerdy girl who loves uh, the, the superhero movies and Star Wars and such, but she also has a great love for pets, and we're excited to bring her into the family because she's got a lot of knowledge for us as far as what you need to know when you are looking for a new home or selling a home and you have pets. So before we get to that, I want to hear a little bit more about these penguins that you've been talking about, Patty. (laughs) So we have penguins at the Indianapolis Zoo here, and they're my favorite thing to visit. But uh, I don't don't, know. You love them because they walk like this. Oh, yes. That's the way I'm walking now. As I get older, I walk like this, too. Uh, But why can you not love them? They're just so adorable. But yes, our Indianapolis Zoo is a wonderful zoo. And they have a conservation prize every year. Every, I'm sorry, every two years. And uh, this year, there's not going to be a, a gala because of the pandemic and all that we're doing now that, that explains it. But they still had the uh, contest, and one of the nominees, Steve Schweitzer, profiled Dee Bosemann. And Dee is a wonderful conservation biologist studying. I And I learned something. I thought penguins were only in cold, like Antarctica and stuff like yeah. that. They, they can be in warm weather, too, like really warm, like Galapagos and Argentina. And unfortunately, wow. their numbers are dwindling. Dr. D is uh, looking into what's going on and how does that affect the rest of our world? Because when one species disappears or is threatened, that affects, that's a chain link. It yeah. affects everything all the way down. So uh, she's doing good work. They all are. And uh, we salute them. And Stu Schweitzer did a wonderful job on his interview with her. And that'll be on this weekend, Perfect. along with you, KJ, on Pet Pal TV, on Wish TV, and also on WHMB, and all across the country. Go to our website and you can see where we are, petpalstv.com. Thank you, Patty. You've done this before. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about black cats. We're into the month of October, and there's a lot of superstitions and myths and, and such about the uh, black cats. So we kind of dig into some of that history and then talk with a black cat expert who actually wrote a book about the uh, secrets of black cats. So I'm very excited with my, my black cat, Rhodey, is such a good boy, and I was excited to feature. And of course, you've also had a black cat. That's Tuffy. <laughs> I've had black cats all my life. This was my first black cat, uh, Tuffy. Oh, he was a sweet boy, long-haired black cat. Humane Society. He lived about 20 years. All my black cats have lived a very long time. Wow. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he just, it just, 
But generally when they live that long, their kidneys go and it was time for him to go. But he traveled from Cincinnati when I moved here to Indianapolis. Uh, he was a very good boy. He passed about about 10 years ago now. Oh, wow. And I've had several others too. Yeah, I love black cats. I First off, a black cat goes with everything when you hold them up. They, they, <laughs> no matter what you're wearing, they go with it. That black cats true. make you look smaller. Yes, because black <laughs> always makes you look a little smaller. But yeah, there's some awful superstitions. I think we're mostly over that now, but there have been some nasty ones. Also, there's some good ones too. Like British sailors used to think that when a black cat came up to the ship, that it was a good thing. And if you got, I think it's, I, I, in Middle Ages, women were given black cats because it would mean you'd have more suitors. So, yes. <laughs> you know. I was fascinated when uh, my husband and I took a trip to Ireland and- oh. In Ireland, they believe black cats are good luck, so much so that when you go into their shops, they are they sell all kinds of black cat items for good luck. So I came yeah. back from Ireland with a little keychain that says my lucky black cat. Oh, <laughs> and it's, I wrote it down. It's Japan was where the black cat would attract. If you had a black cat, women were given black cats because you'd have more suitors. Also, in the Middle Ages was when all those superstitions started. The black cat would come back to Satan and all that. So, Also, I don't know if you knew this, black cats apparently have something that helps them pre prevent diseases. And so the National Health Institute of Health is studying what it is about them, something in their genetic makeup. Did you know that? Did you see that? Um, Isn't that I cool? I hadn't seen that, but I do know, you know, from my work in the past, I spent 10 years working at a vet clinic and then all the shelter work, that definitely there's something about their DNA that's just a little yep. bit hardier. And that's part of the reason there are more black cats, which is, you know, yes. why we're talking about them. And hopefully we'll see some black cats get some homes after this uh, story that's going to be running this weekend on Pet Pals TV. Now to bring in our newest family member. Normally when, we're, talk when we're talking about a new family member here, it's usually one of us adopted another pet. So we are, we are adopting Nicole. She is the most wonderful realtor, I think, but I'm a little biased because I've known her for a while. And her heart really is in making sure that pet owners who are in the process of looking for a new home or selling a home are armed with all of the information that they need to uh, make it a, a great transition, both for the humans and the pets. So thank you very much for joining us, Nicole. Thank you very much for having me. I, uh, I really appreciate the open arms with which you guys have welcomed me into your family. And yeah, my favorite thing on the planet are, are dogs. I put that together with my love for real estate and try to help people either find a home that will allow them to have their pets that they want or help them when they're selling their home to prepare because pets are, are great. They're therapeutic, they're loving, but they smell sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> it happens, right? And, and so Nicole, I'd love to know uh, when you go into someone's home, how you approach that, because I think sometimes I'm always asking like my cleaning lady, and thank goodness I have one. I, she has been bound by contract to me to tell me if my house ever smells like cats. Because I don't want it to, but a lot of times we don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping in here. Yeah. I've been to your house. I was, what do you have, six, six cats now? Yep, yep. I will just throw in here, your house does not smell like cats. It's beautiful. Thank and it you. smells great. 
Thank you. And I was at your hat before you added the sixth cat, and I didn't smell anything either, so. Thank you. So what do you say? How do you uh, politely bring that up when you go into a home to sell and you've got a, a pet owner that needs to know we got some work to do here? <laughs> no. you, you've seen the commercials. The smells usually reside in, in soft surfaces, right? And you've also seen the commercials where they tell you that you go nose blind, and it's true. I have four dogs and a cat, Gandalf the Gray, because he's a gray cat, and I'm a nerd. But uh, when you walk into my house, I'm sure that people can smell my dogs. I mean, but I'm not trying to sell my house. So one of the things I tell people is, Number one, get on a bathing regimen because a clean dog is a less stinky dog usually. And then number two, clean your carpets, Febreze your couches, your soft surfaces where those smells will linger. And we all know that there's no smell like cat smell. It's very distinct. It's very overpowering when you have it. But you're, you're right. A lot of people, when you live around it, you become nose blind. So you don't really smell it. Obviously, clean litter boxes is going to be a key. And then if there's any issues where a cat is sprayed somewhere, then obviously, I think you guys, you just went through carpet replacement because usually that's what you have to get to is carpet replacement because it, it is one of those odors that is overpowering and it seeps seeps in and it stays. There's yes. not really a great way to get it out, even with the most expensive of carpet cleaners and the most expensive of carpet cleaner solutions. Yeah, we had yep. we had run into that. We had some fosters that were sick and my sister's cats were with us for a while. And it, it, it I mean, that kind of stuff is going to happen. But even after all the cleaning and everything that we did, like a, a cat can smell another cat even when you can't. So, oh, yeah. It, it was pretty. And here's something. Yeah. It's something else, too. Once a cat has gone, and I've had this one, especially when they get older or they're sick, that's a good sign that they're not feeling well either yes. when they start going outside the litter box. Yeah. Uh, and my Buster, my sweet Buster kitty, found a place in, in a, it was my mom's carpet I bought her. And anyway, big carpet in the living room found a spot to go, and then all the other cats wanted to go there. And even when you would clean it up, they yeah. still smell it, and they go back. So then I took it in and spent a good sum to get it clean professionally, and it still smelled. Uh -huh. Now, having said all of that, uh, and Buster's gone. God love him. It's okay. Uh, it's okay, Buster. If, when, <laughs> don't put a lot of fragrances around for those little – because yeah. that those oils that you put, stick them in the – what do you the call it? Uh, the, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, when that, that can up that that can hurt the animals as well. So I don't wear I do wear hairspray, but I don't wear any perfume and yep. nothing that you spray around because you're masking the odor. The odor is still there, but you're putting something else up in their nose, and it's not good. Yeah, yeah, it smells like. It smells like air freshener over cat pee. And there are some things now. It, it, you really don't want to try to use like a, a typical cleaner or stain remover, odor remover. If, if you don't have that like actual tested enzyme cleaner for the, the, the cat pee and the cat spray, you, you're not going to get it out. Like the only way is if as quickly as you can, and we have a jug of it at our house, just in case standing by is to get those enzyme cleaners that are actually going to break down the, chemicals that make it smell and that's about all you can do but even with that we were having some issues and the carpet was 13 years old and I just wanted something new and shiny anyway. Oh Hannah have you seen those things on Facebook where they got the cat that's going on the toilet? Oh you my know, gosh. How they 
Uh, how they teach them to do that. I have a question for Nicole, too. When you're looking for a house, uh, there are some places that won't let you put up a fence. They'll have the covenants and restrictions, and I have a source for all but the newest of developments where I can get those for you. And then if you're, like, if we're going to a showing and you're looking at the house, usually when you step out the backyard, if you see all of the neighbors have three-foot fences, that's a pretty good sign that's probably the layer the top level that they'll allow you to have observation of the neighboring houses will give you a little bit of that information but i also have access to the covenants and restrictions for all of the neighborhoods except for the most newest there are also some areas what do you call it home neighborhood associations there's Mm -hmm. breed restrictions as well there are sometimes weight restrictions so you have a list of all of that and all of that i i've for rentals, which I really don't generally handle, uh, there is a lot more of that than, you know, yes. for homeowners. But okay. it's good to know that State Farm does not have breed restrictions for your homeowner's um, insurance. I can already tell you are a wealth of knowledge, even that, <laughs> that t- not well, but seriously, that tidbit about insurance, I've never thought about that. And I bet that there aren't a lot of people that realize that there are some insurance companies when you're looking into homeowners insurance that won't insure because of types of dogs. So that's something that working with you, going through all of the steps that need to be covered when buying or selling and you've got pets involved, I think that's that's so valuable. And you kind of said that, it's just everybody knows that, but I can tell you now, I did not know that. <laughs> Dropping the knowledge on you, KJ. All right, Nicole, if, uh, <laughs> if, if people want to find you, this is a crazy housing market right now. And certainly if, if they're listening to Pet Pals TV, they have a, a love for pets and want to do things right through this process. What's the, what's the easiest way to get in, in touch with you? Nicole, send to me your uh, logo and website and all of that, and we'll put it up uh, immediately on Pet Pals TV. So go to PetPalsTV.com. Wonderful. If you you look on Facebook, I do have a page. It's Titanium REC. So you can find me on Facebook and all my information is there as well. Okay. So Titanium REC is your company? Yes. Titanium Real Estate Consultants is my company. Awesome. So that's the REC. We're so happy you're here. We're excited to, to learn more from you and to get to know your pets, your dogs, and your cat a little bit more. You're definitely the right person to be talking real estate to uh, all of us pet lovers. So thank you very much, Nicole. Patty, I want to let you know, coming to the Pet Pals TV podcast, I actually had a phone conversation today with the actor Tom Arnold from like oh yeah oh tom arnold talked to him before he did uh red heat with arnold schwarzenegger he was married to roseanne barr so you talked to him today but for you what's what's he talking about i did well he was calling my uh my radio show to talk about he's got a new movie coming out this this holiday he's got a holiday movie coming out he has a he actually has a podcast now like us and he he just got a new puppy so I, I got, I mean, he's such a talker and I had, I had exactly nine minutes with him. And so of course I I led with, tell me about the new puppy, because that's what I want to know about. We'll talk about the movie, but tell me about the puppy. And he was, he was so fantastic and such a true animal lover. He went through 
contacting rescues and shelters and finding the right personality, not caring about the breed or what they looked like, but making sure he got the right dog for his kids who are young and to be able to teach them how to be good pet owners. And he talked about puppy proofing his house. And I mean, he talked about his dog so much that I had to cut him <laughs> off and be like, oh, <laughs> you you're here to talk about your movie and I only got two minutes left with you. So let's talk about the movie. So I, <laughs> That's I, one good thing about the pandemic and all that we're going through. It's reunited, united all of us pet lovers and many more people are taking, finding the value and the joy and it, it helps us to live longer and smile more. Take and get a pet, but make sure you get a pet that suits you too. Yeah. If you are a small dog person, don't get a large dog. If you Know what you're getting. Know how big they're going to get. Know their personality. Know their drive. Cats are different, too, and hopefully they like you when you get them. Uh, so, I mean, just know what you're getting so that you can take care of it for life. Yes. For life. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Patty. Thank you, Nicole. Uh, and, and look soon for uh, the podcast with Tom Arnold. Go to PetPalsTV.com. That's where you can find our uh, podcast. You can find it on your phone apps like Apple and Spotify as well. We are pet lovers that are pretty much everywhere that you are. And make sure that you tune in every week for Pet Pals TV. You can find your local and national listings at PetPalsTV.com. Thanks for listening to the Pet Pals TV podcast, part of the Just What I Needed network and brought to you by Vote. Carpet One and Flooring. For more positively powerful stories of pets, watch Pet Pals TV and visit PetPalsTV.com. And follow KJ for all things cats at KJOnAir.com.